This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, Tim McMaster here, joined this week by Rays broadcaster Dwayne Stats. Dwayne, first of all, I want to thank you for joining us and also congratulate you being a finalist for the Ford C. Frick Award. Um, what a great honor to, to be in a, a list of finalists for that award and a chance to be kind of recognized as far as the Hall of Fame goes. Congratulations on that. Well, Tim, thank you very much. First of all, it's great to be with you and uh and you're right. I'm just happy to be on that list. I'll tell you, it's uh, it's an honor, and uh, so we'll just carry on and uh, do a little baseball. That's what we uh, like to do. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Talking Rays baseball, and the winner of the Ford C. Frick Award will be announced during the winter meetings in December. Um, Dwayne, let's start. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Bill Chastain because he's usually on this podcast with me covering the Rays. He's our MLB.com Rays reporter. And poor Bill, because the American League Cy Young Award vote on Wednesday night has kind of been under fire. He left Justin Verlander off of his ballot. When you look at his ballot, I think it's very fair. Um, the American League Cy Young Award race this year was certainly wide open um, from Zach Britton, a closer, being involved in it. Um, none of the starters, to me, really jumped off the page as far as guys who should be a definite Cy Young Award winner. So he has five legitimate guys on there, not just in Verlander. He was one of just two guys not to do that. And because of that, and Verlander obviously coming in second place, Bill has taken a little bit of slack on Twitter. Um, but I don't think it's fair. What are your thoughts? you agree with me on that? Yeah, I, I, it's the system. It's it's the way the system works. You can't argue, as you pointed out, with the uh, with the selections that that Bill made. Um, things don't always work out the way we would like them to work out, and and for that reason, I'm now hiding Bill Chastain in my basement, even as we speak. <laughs> I knew he had to be somewhere. Excellent. Good. And, and you're covering his spot here on the podcast. Tremendous. All right. Yes. All exactly. right. Let's get into some Rays baseball because, Dwayne, 2016 was just one of those seasons that kind of got off on the wrong foot, and then it just seemed like a team that at some point along the way needed to catch a break, and it seems like most teams at some point do. That never came for the Rays. They hit a lot of home runs, but other than that, everything kind of just went the other way. So I want to know, are you in the camp that with a few tweaks and a little luck, this team can contend again in 2017, or does this team need to make some some drastic changes? Well, I think first and foremost, they have to get back to the kind of team that made them successful, and that was built on pitching and supporting that pitching with good, solid defense. And every club, and, and certainly including this one, is looking for more offense. But I think one of the things that happened with this team last year, Chris Archer was not the Chris Archer uh, in the first half that they had hoped that he would be and certainly had reason to expect uh, that he would be based on prior years. 
And all of that started with command of the fastball and the challenge he had with that. So that was difficult in and of itself. Uh, You never have enough pitching. I think that was the case with this club last year. But the one thing that they also did not have was as good a defensive team as they had hoped they would have. And I think they made some miscalculations in two or three spots that they, as the season progressed, recognized and and tried to address going forward, and I think they will do that. I do think that they feel uh, there are some spots that need to be addressed. I think they're willing to seriously discuss moving uh, a starting pitcher, if they can leverage that to fill a couple of spots. And if they do that, then I, I think they're deep enough in pitching now, I know it's a dangerous statement to say and easy to say in the offseason because I guess no team is really deep enough. But I think they feel as if they are, uh, that they can, uh, they, they can trade a starting pitcher, still have enough arms to cover the innings that you want from starting pitching. They like column A in critical spots out of the bullpen, particularly late to close things out. And they've had a remarkable run of restructuring bullpens here as well. I think that will continue. But uh, defense is a big deal for them. Uh, I think they were disappointed in the way that the Desmond Jennings uh, saga turned out. They were hoping uh, more out of him. And and had that worked, and had he been healthy and been productive, I think we could have seen an interesting lineup where you'd have a guy who could give you good defense in the outfield and they initially were hoping that he could hit fifth or sixth somewhere in the middle of the lineup but I think if they had a guy like that say in left field who could hit ninth and help turn the order over I think that would be a major plus to make this team multifaceted offensively and then if that player turns out to be a good defensive player which he has to be in the outfield then I think something like that uh, can help this team uh, be a uh, maybe a surprise team in the East. But they're gonna. But I think that's the direction they're gonna have to go in the off season. And you mentioned trading a starting pitcher and the guy that would, I guess, likely bring back the most, and the guy that you're hearing rumors about already a lot is Chris Archer. Um, obviously, this is a young guy. He's a charismatic guy. He's a guy that has shown at times that he can be a top-of-the-rotation type guy, although, as you mentioned, not so much last year. If they were to trade Archer this offseason, is it kind of maybe trading him when his stock is low? Well, see, I I think they have to take that into consideration, and I don't think it's a foregone conclusion, despite all of the, the rumor and talk that we hear now, that he would be the guy. I really think there's there's keen interest in Smiley. Uh, I think there are a number of teams. Texas was very high on him. So I, I think we'll hear a lot of conversation about Drew Smiley, and I think from the Rays' perspective, they'll entertain that kind of discussion. Certainly. And the other rumor that, that's kind of surprised me is, is you're hearing Evan Longoria's name come up. And I guess part of that, Dwayne, is because – you look at that contract he signed years ago when he kind of 
with that contract made himself Mr. Ray in a sense. He committed to this organization, and, and that was a big thing when that happened, and, and this team was kind of just getting into the fact where they were going to be a contender year after year. You look at that contract now, though, in the year he's coming off, and it is a super team-friendly deal. Um, so obviously no question teams would be interested in trading for him, but I question whether or not the Rays would seriously consider trading Longoria away. Yeah, I do too. I, I think the Rays uh, have a couple of ways to look at that, and I think they have two years before uh, they uh, find themselves in a situation of or maybe a year, year and a half leading up to two years. He's two years away from being a, a uh, five and ten guy. Well, I think they could have discussions somewhere between now and then about a deal, but any deal involving him, they have to be spot on with what they get back. And I think that's a major challenge. So I don't think it's an immediate concern. You know, nothing is ever impossible in this game. And as soon as we finish the interview, they could do something. But I don't know that it's imminent, but I think somewhere over the next two-year window, they will have to have some serious discussions with other clubs about him. But this team, I think, could keep him going forward. And with some of the tweaks, I'd, I'd love to have somebody on a corner outfield that we discussed. I think they'd love to have some catching help, absolutely. I think overall they're pretty satisfied with how the infield is going to shape up. And I think if they could acquire a couple of pieces there to add to the core that they have, I, I think they feel that the team could be a pretty good team. And so why trade Evan Longoria when they feel they're on the cusp then of coming back and being competitive in the East? But I think somewhere over the next couple of years, there will be some serious discussion about that. Whether anything comes of that, we'll wait and see. But I absolutely would anticipate some talk about it. One more question for you, Dwayne. Um, obviously, there's already been moves here in the offseason, but everything always really gets heated up at the winter meetings. Those are coming up early December down in Washington, D.C. What is generally the Rays' approach to the winter meetings and the craziness that can happen over four days? What I've seen them do is carry out a lot of conversation they like to test the market. They like to see uh, what other clubs are willing to talk with them about. I, I don't know necessarily that I would expect that they would uh, pull the trigger on deals. And again, you know, as we begin our great uh, prognostications here, uh, as soon as we think they'll do something, something else happens. But given history and the mindset of what I see the front office here, I think they're very methodical about that. They know that there's not necessarily any great hurry to do that. Clubs are always looking for pitching. I think they feel they can deal from that perspective and wait and make sure that they get the best in return that they can get for the pitching that they're willing to give up. All right, great stuff, uh, great stuff, Dwayne. Thanks for joining us, and I almost said his name right there, and thanks for keeping Bill Chastain safe for us. <laughs> All right, Kev, my pleasure. And uh, I've got some uh, meatloaf that uh, we're going to send down to the basement and keep Bill uh, well-nourished. All right, this has been MLB.com Extras, our Rays edition. For Dwayne Stats, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.